Hello, everyone. This is Debbie DiRocco, Director of Stella Life Vega Oral Care with our second podcast with none other than Dr. Justin Panquinetti, an oral surgeon in Tinton Falls, New Jersey. I am so happy to have you back on our program today. I'm very excited about our topic. We are talking ceramic versus titanium implants. I am so happy to have Dr. Panquinetti with me today, as he is an oral surgeon that really works with both models. And so he's going to share with us his insights and his ideas behind the differences. So I want to welcome, welcome Dr. Justin Panquinetti. Tell me about why there is controversy. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, the first few generations of uh, ceramic implants, they, they got uh, a bit of a bad rap. Uh, mm -hmm. because they were prone to, to fracturing. Uh, mm -hmm. Ceramic as a material is, is very strong uh, from a compressive standpoint. It's actually stronger than metal, uh, but it doesn't have the versatility that metal um, affords you. Uh, you mm -hmm. can't angle uh, a ceramic implant 30, 40, you know, 60 degrees in certain cases and expect to get a successful outcome. Uh, whereas with metal, you do have that, that luxury. Uh, mm -hmm. So I personally think that in the oral surgery world, part of the uh, resistance to embracing ceramic implants is uh, because once you delve into ceramic implantology, as a surgeon, I have to be a lot more restorative in my, in my placement. Um, I sometimes joke and tell patients that I could put a metallic implant in upside down and, and, still, and still get you a tooth on the sucker. You know what I mean? Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. Whereas with ceramic, again, you need to be dead on. Um, so as a surgeon, I think there's a greater challenge when it comes to placing ceramics. Uh, there's obviously, you know, fear or concern of the, uh, the lack of familiarity with the material itself, because it definitely does behave differently uh, than metal. Uh, but as dentistry and biologic dentistry has evolved, so to have ceramic implants. So mm -hmm. um, we're starting to see um, 10, 15 year follow-ups with ceramic implants and which those ceramic implants have, have, have held up. They, 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 they withstood the test of time. Um, that is fantastic news yeah. too. Do you see patients um, requesting or knowing more about implants these days, um, titanium versus ceramic? Uh, I do. I, I am starting to see more and more patients coming in, uh, asking me to, to, to explain to them why it, it will be to their benefit to consider uh, ceramic implants as compared to metallic. Um, so the, the word is definitely out. And, and the fact that you now have Strauman and Nobel um, fabricating and creating their own ceramic lines, I mean, I think that's quite telling. Mm -hmm. uh, there's definitely a market for it. There's a, there's a demand for it. And mm -hmm. um, it's going to become, in my opinion, a, a bigger, bigger part of what we do as, uh, as implant surgeons. I think it's fantastic that we have these options available that we didn't have so many years ago, not too long ago, actually. Yeah. Do you use both in your practice, titanium and ceramic? Uh, I do, uh, because there are, again, certain cases that you unfortunately can't do with, with, with ceramic implants. Uh, case in point being uh, the uh, all on four uh, you know, uh, protocol. I don't really espouse all on four. There's, I'd rather do five or six fixtures, but if you have someone that um, is looking to obtain a fixed prosthetic, an implant supported or implant retained prosthetic, um, but they, they don't have the 
um, the bone stock uh, to place eight to 10 fixtures as you would if you're looking to place ceramic implants. Um, mm -hmm. Then the all on four, all on five is, is, is a viable option for them. The rationale being that you're placing four to five fixtures, you're flaring those most distal abutments to increase your AP spread, give you better cross arm stabilization for the purpose of fabricating a, a fixed hybrid restoration. And uh, ceramics, as wonderful as, as they are, they don't have the ability to withstand you know, uh, you know, such a design. So uh, in certain cases like that, metallic uh, implants still you know, play, a, I think, an important role. Um, in the extreme cases of people uh, requiring obturators, for example, uh, zygomatic implants and the mm -hmm. like, those aren't cases that you're going to see every day. Uh, but you do have some people out there that are so atrophic that your options are minimal. Uh, and in cases mm -hmm. like that, then yes, you still need to have metallic implants in your armamentarium. Um, and there are people out there that have had it, metallic implants for decades and, and they're holding on quite well. Mm -hmm. so I still do place uh, metal in the office. Oh, that's fantastic to have choices. I think it's always important. So tell me a little bit about um, the hygiene perspective. Is there any difference between ceramic and titanium when it comes to even what we're hearing about periimplantitis and maybe the way that um, hygiene is taking care of implants? Have you seen or heard much about the differences? Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> Interestingly enough, there, there, there is a, a belief in, in, in some schools that you're not even supposed to floss around uh, ceramic implants. Uh, the rationale mm -hmm. being that the soft tissue is so adherent to the ceramic uh, that the practice of flossing uh, around the uh, margins of a ceramic crown can, be, can potentially be problematic and compromise the long-term stability of the implant. Uh, soft tissue loves ceramic. Uh, it really does. And because it is so... Um, because it is so biocompatible in that regard, you're not bound to see the mucositis that could develop in mm -hmm. uh, certain metallic uh, cases. And once you develop mucositis, there's a good chance you're not too far from develop developing full out implantitis. Mm -hmm. uh, soft tissue, in my experience, doesn't respond very well to a, a roughened titanium surface, whereas with the ceramic, there, there's no issue. Mm -hmm. um, so the hygiene definitely is a bit different in that, you know, I find that while obviously persistent hygiene is key, um, ceramics don't attract plaque uh, the way metallics do. Um, mm -hmm. And for that reason, they definitely offer one leg up to as compared to the metallic counterparts. Well, and that, that's such an interesting concept about care and, and our patients are investing a lot in their treatment and they want long-term stability. Uh, we all do. We want our successes to be long-term, not short-term. I know that you've been a big fan of Stella Life and yes. how do you feel um, in using a product like that as part of even just part of the surgery, but also long-term for home care? What are your thoughts on how it's made a difference for your patients? Uh, it's been a game changer. Uh, it, it really has. Um, just, just knowing that when I provide it for, for patients, I'm giving them something that's going to actually nourish and enhance uh, their, their soft tissue as they heal. And that's not just for the placement of, of implants. It's extraction of teeth, particularly the wisdom teeth, uh, certain biopsies. Um, if anyone has ever uh, come across that dreaded lingual spicule in the, the third, mandibular third molar area, uh, those areas, they they take time to heal, uh, and, and it's been, it can be very problematic in, in doing so. But having it, something like Stella Life that can actually nourish a soft tissue um, has gone a long way in, in improving the predictability of procedures and assuaging outcomes. Uh, 
I find I'm not nearly, I'm not giving pain medication nearly as much as I used to. Uh, when it comes to taking out wisdom teeth, for example, mandibular wisdom teeth, more times than not, people come back and there's that dehiscence that they developed during their first week post-op, and I'm seeing that less and less. Um, so definitely Stella Life combined with, with PRF uh, has been, again, a game changer for me, and it's something that I'm thankful to have, um, to have come across in my practice and, and had a chance to implement. Well, that's exciting to hear. I'm so glad it's working out so well. I know there's a big meeting coming up, the eight. IAOCI is coming yes. up and I know that that's a great resource. Um, if you would have anything to say to somebody who's kind of interested in ceramics, is that a great meeting to go to, to learn a little bit more? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, I've gone to the last three uh, conferences and um, if you want to know anything about ceramic implants, I mean that uh, attend, uh, you would do yourself a, a lot of good and your patients a lot of good. Um, the research is there and the research is solid and they have authorities from uh, all over the world that have invested in an abundance of time in the science and the design of ceramic implants. Um, so they can answer any questions you may have. They can lay any concerns that you may have about the stability, uh, the viability uh, of ceramic implants now and in the future. So anyone thinking about ceramic implants or even if, you know, you just want to hear something different, <laughs> you know, uh, definitely, definitely I, attend. because uh, I love that. Experience. I think that's exciting. Well, I really, really want to thank you again for joining me on our second podcast together, Dr. Eddie. I'm sure there's going to be more. There's so many exciting things coming into our future of dentistry. Artificial intelligence is making yeah. its way along with so many other things. And I'm so excited to talk to you more about the different things that will be available to us in our world of surgery. So I want to thank you again so much for joining me and really appreciate your time and uh, can't thank you enough. No, hey, listen, thanks for considering me. I appreciate that. And um, yeah, I'll, I'll see you at the next conference. <laughs> All right. Sounds great, doctor. Talk to you soon. Thanks again. Bye-bye. Be safe out there. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.